the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. The Gulf South. It's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Radio. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Monday morning. I'm so glad to have you with us today. I'm Gabby Smith along with Alicia Crippado and Damien Colado. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Big happy birthday to Damien Mm -hmm. yesterday and to Gabby today. Happy birthday, Gabby. Yay. Thank you. It's it's (laughs) a fall day. day. I know you (laughs) have fall, but it's really feeling fallish. It's very fallish. That's a nice extra little present on your birthday. Today is also the feast of St. Francis Borgia, Borgia, I said it wrong. Say it for me, Damien. I don't Borgia? Yes. Okay. It's Borgia. <laughs> it is yes. Borgia. It just couldn't come out. I knew it. <laughs> so anyway, let's start with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. May your grace, O Lord, we pray at all times, go before us and follow after and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Francis Borgia, pray for us. Pray for us. It's also Drive Time Eve. Our fall drive time starts tomorrow at 7 a.m. Three days of honor of fundraising for Catholic Community Radio. 7 a.m. to noon. Guess every hour during those times. Definitely stay tuned. It's going to be a blast. You don't want to miss those. And we'll give you details on how you can join the coffee club, exactly what that is, perks that go with it, and so much more. So tomorrow at 7 a.m., make sure you tune in. Uh, we're also online on live on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, and in the search box, search Catholic Community Radio, and you can watch us live on there. Also, subscribe and hit that bell, so every time we do go live, you get a notification, and you can tune in every time. Today we are joined by Emily Froba in about six minutes. She's the director of campus ministry over at St. Michael the Archangel High School in Baton Rouge. And today we're talking about the upcoming Pro Vita dinner and a special mausoleum. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about this. And I also know the Pro Vita dinner helps so many students. So we'll get details from Emily about this shortly. In 18 minutes, Alan Migliorato joins us. He's a co-author of Failing Forward Leadership Lessons for Catholic Teens Today. And every Monday, he joins us to talk about raising Catholic teens in today's world. Today, we're talking about <laughs> homecoming dances and first dates. Uh, cringe. Uh, but I'm excited to hear a little bit more <laughs> from Alan. Just looking back, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but we yeah, had a great time. Flashbacks. So. <laughs> flashbacks. I actually had a blast at my homecoming dances. So this is going <laughs> to be fun to talk about. And Dr. Holland joins us in 35 minutes. She's the president of Fran U in Baton Rouge. She'll give us an update. And Kathleen Higgins in 48 minutes with the Diocese of Baton Rouge Youth and Young Adult Ministry talks about October and it being Pro-Life Month and the month of the Rosary. So, Damien, 
full show today. I had to kind of catch my breath there. We have a lot going on. Yes, <laughs> we do. It's be a good day. Uh, fortunately, in the weather, things have been pretty good mm-hmm. and pretty standard. So uh, we're not going to complain at all about that. Beautiful weekend we had. Great weather is going to continue through tomorrow. Guess what? We are finally having rain in the forecast. On Wednesday, it says about a 60% chance of rain. Uh, We could probably use a little bit of that. The good news, it won't last very long. It's just going to be around for about 24 hours or so. And after that, we're going to have some more beautiful temperatures and days like we've been experiencing with highs in the low 80s and the lows in the low 60s. So who can complain about that? Uh, Temperature-wise in and around the area, uh, Baton Rouge and Gulfport both reporting 57 degrees right now, 61 in home at Thibodeau, Mandeville at 68, and in the Crescent City, 66 degrees. Those are your temps. Don't go too far. We have your gospel reflection, our gospel coming your way, and more on Wake Hi, I'm Chloe with Fisher & Sons Jewelers at the corner of West Esplanade and Transcontinental in Metairie. And we are proud supporters of Catholic Community Radio. With a wide selection, we have custom-made jewelry during those special times in the life of any Catholic. From baptismal and first communion rosaries, confirmation gifts, and that special matrimonial engagement ring. Or even a simple but special holy medal for a birthday or anniversary. Fisher & Sons Jewelers in Metairie, where the unusual is commonplace. Get better sleep with a new mattress from Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet, a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio, providing a selection of brand name mattresses, adjustable bed frames, and Maloof pillows and sheets. Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet, 225-930-5779, 4065 Florida Boulevard, and Jefferson at Hushitu Road. Open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, noon to 4 on Sundays. See Mitch in the gang at Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet. Shore Toyota in Covington is pleased to underwrite programming on Catholic Community Radio. North Shore Toyota carries the full line of new Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, including Camry, Corolla, and Tundra, Tacoma, RAV4, and 4Runner, online at NorthShoreToyota.com. They also have pre-owned and certified vehicles. Visit North Shore Toyota today, I-12 at the 190 Service Road in Covington, next to Piccadilly, and NorthShoreToyota.com. I'm Ian Malosa with River Road Coffees. We're proud to support Catholic Community Radio across the Gulf South. Our coffee wakes up the staff every morning and keeps them going throughout the day so they can deliver the freshest Catholic content and news to you. You'll also find us at many Catholic Community Radio events. River Road Coffees at your local grocer or visit RiverRoadCoffees.com for home delivery. Today's gospel is taken from Luke chapter 11. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. 
Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for this morning's gospel. We are joined this morning by Emily Froba. She is the Director of Campus Ministry at St. Michael the Archangel High School in Baton Rouge. She also serves as the Director of Baton Rouge Youth Pilgrimage for the March for Life. That is a ministry of St. Michael High School and the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. It's so great to talk to you about this wonderful event. We're talking specifically about the Pro Vita Dinner uh, that is coming up very quickly. So tell us um, about the purpose of Pro Vita Dinner. Well, we're really excited to be back in person this yes. year. Um, the Pro Vita Dinner is held annually. Of course, we had we didn't have it last year. Um, the year before, we had it. Um, we had a virtual event, um, mm-hmm. which we were really happy to have Catholic Radio support that um, and have it live in your <laughs> in yes. your studios. Yes. Um, but every year we hold it, and it and it really it it helps the entire cost of the trip. So it it keeps the the cost of the trip down for everybody that attends, and it allows us to um, bring seminarians and sisters um, on the trip. You know, at, at no cost, low cost. Because uh, that's such an important part of the trip is the vocation, the sermon part of it. So yes. that really allows for that, and, and we're really grateful. The other part of it is just to celebrate life, um, to celebrate what the March for Life is doing in young people's lives, um, yes. and, of course, just for the culture in general. And then um, to, to bring awareness to some of those pro-life groups that are, that are doing the real boots-on-the-ground work in mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. So, so the uh, the dinner again. You said you, you had a break for two years because the youth in our community didn't get to go to Washington D.C. Yeah. Uh, for the pilgrimage. Um, it is such a great experience, and and unfortunately, because of COVID, our daughter. Uh, attending St. Michael could not go junior or senior year, uh, but we're hoping yeah. our son will go. But but um, I, I understand from people who go, you mentioned uh, having religious and uh, priests uh, go along on the March for Life, and I know you have many buses that you organize that go, and I hear that uh, having those religious and having those uh, priests on those buses are like a little, little mini retreats on the bus alone, the interaction that the students have. Talk about the importance of having uh, religious on the bus with the students. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have um, we have a student who, as a, a St. Michael graduate, who's now a sister. She's uh, studying to be a sister, just still discerning that um, wow. with the Nashville Dominicans. So we, on the way there, we pick up the Dominicans from their convent, and you know that's that's one of the main reasons is that yes. we we need more beautiful religious sisters. We need more priests. Yes. Um, even deacons, and and so I think one of the things that's really cool is that the bus becomes kind of a, a mini church. Yes. You know, we have we have married couples, we have single, we have teenagers, you know, and then we have these sisters and priests, and so they're able to kind of share, you know, their call because our our first goal is personal conversion, mm-hmm. and the second one is vocation, yes. um, because we if we're not going to live the life that God's calling us to, then then we're not going to, you know, see the dignity of ourselves, the dignity of the other person. So having them, you know, having the sisters especially, because a lot of these these young ladies, even the young men, don't see, you know, they don't see religious sisters as much anymore. I mean, we're super blessed at St. Michael to have the mercenarians with us now. Um, But prior to that, you know, they they didn't understand. And even some of our students now, like, their idea of sisters is from like TV or <laughs> movies where <laughs> right. it's not something Did that's they really good. Very Why? Is yeah. that true? 
Okay, now you're dating. The flying yes. They don't fly. Remember this show? <laughs> but, um, okay, so the Pro Vita Dinner is happening Wednesday, November 16th. Um, it's happening at St. Michael the Archangel High School in Baton Rouge. Uh, let our listeners know what they can expect at the event and how to get more information and make reservations. Yes, absolutely. So we'll have we'll have an auction. We'll have an amazing dinner. Gary Bonanno has been our longtime caterer, and I don't know he's he's an amazing caterer. Yes. Um, you know, it's really a great time for people, especially at the two year break and uh, mm. an in person event, but people in the pro life community just to gather and celebrate to kind of share. Um, we'll have Dustin Bertrand, who is an amazing pro life speaker. He'll share his own personal story, um, and he was actually conceived in rape. Um, and so he shares his witness to that, but just his, you know, his witness to mm-hmm. what it means to be pro-life, um, in a post-Roe America. I think that's really exciting. Yes. So, yes. um, you know, the auction, the dinner, you know, community hear about what the March for Life has been doing in the last two years. Cause we haven't just been, you know, we've had local events. We've raised money for the now being built St. George, a children of God mausoleum for miscarried babies. Um, so, you know, the event is $80 a person, or you can get a table for eight for, um, for $600. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, what's really important. The cost of the whole trip has gone up for us. Everything's just kind of skyrocketing. So we're really trying to keep the cost down. So, um, this, this ProVita is pretty critical for keeping the cost down for everybody, for all those parishes and church and schools that come with us. So if people want tickets, um, you can go to the youthmarchforlife.org website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just spelled out like it sounds, youthmarchforlife.org. And right there on the homepage, you'll find the flyer for ProVita. Um, if you want to donate an auction item, you can do that there. Or uh, folks can just reach out to me at St. Michael High School. Okay, great. And all that comp- all that information, the contact information is on the website. So again, that's November 16th. It's a Wednesday night. It's such an important event uh, and so exciting to bring so many uh, youth and, and religious and, and lay people along on this wonderful pilgrimage um, for the March for Life in Washington, D.C. Again, that's youthmarchforlife.org. Emily, we're going to have to have you come back another time to talk about the Children of God Mausoleum at St. George Catholic Church. Uh, in Baton Rouge. There there are fundraising efforts for that. Uh, You can go to Saint, that's st-george.org and look for Children of God uh, Mausoleum. There is active uh, fundraising for that. Emily Froba, always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. Well, stick around. We will be back with our friend Alan Migliorado after the break. It's 15 minutes after the hour on Wake Up. This is Scott Craig, and I'm a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. You might already know me from my days at Brother Martin, UNO, or even the Old Parkway Tavern. Now I have Katie's in Mid-City, Francesca in Lakeview, or Bienvenue in Harahan. I hope you come visit. I'd love to introduce you to some of the finest cuisine in our region. That's Katie's in Mid-City, Francesca in Lakeview, or Bienvenue in Harahan. Hi, I'm Patrick Shane, part of the fifth generation of Jacob Shane and Son Funeral Home, and we're proud supporters of Catholic Community Radio. I grew up on the lakefront, went to St. Francis Cabrini and Brother Martin. Now I head up my family's funeral business. 
Catholic families and clergy trust us to care for their loved ones according to traditions they live by and love. Come visit us in our historic home on Canal Street across from Mandina's or call us at 504-482-2111. That's 504-482-2111. This is Chef John Falls inviting you to think outside of the box at White Oak Estate and Gardens. Meet in our gardens or under the outdoor pavilion where delicious food is commonplace. Strategize adjacent to a trickling stream while enjoying breakfast or lunch. Oh yes, we do parties and weddings, but we'd love to earn your weekly business too. White Oak Estate and Gardens, 751-1882, located on George O'Neill Road, right next to Cypress Springs Mercedarian Prayer Center. Did you know Woman's New Life Clinic offers free professional counseling for women and men struggling with a past abortion? I'm Allison Millette, CEO of Woman's New Life Clinic. We offer free services for women in unplanned pregnancies, including pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, professional counseling, and abortion pill reversal, as well as low-cost women's health care. Please support women in need at womansnewlife.com slash donate. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for October 10th. Today we celebrate St. Francis Borgia. Today's saint grew up in an important family in 16th century Spain, serving in the imperial court and quickly advancing in his career. But a series of events, including the death of his beloved wife, made Francis Borgia rethink his priorities. He gave up public life, gave away his possessions, and joined the new and little-known Society of Jesus. Religious life proved to be the right choice for Francis, who was drawn to spend time in seclusion and prayer. Administrative talents also made him a natural for other tasks. He helped in the establishment of what is now the Gregorian University in Rome. Not long after his ordination, he served as political and spiritual advisor to the emperor. In Spain, he founded a dozen colleges. At 55, Francis was elected head of the Jesuits. He focused on the growth of the Society of Jesus, the spiritual preparation of its new members, and spreading the faith in many parts of Europe. He was responsible for the founding of Jesuit missions in Florida, Mexico, and Peru. Francis Borgia is often regarded as the second founder of the Jesuits. He died in 1572 and was canonized 100 years later. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. Good morning. It's 18 minutes, almost 19 minutes after the hour on Wake Up. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Community Radio. We are joined by our friend Alan Migliorato. Alan is the founder of Adventure Catholic Youth Leadership Formation Training, the author of The Manly Art of Raising a Daughter, and co-author of Failing Forward Leadership Lessons for Catholic Teens Today. Good morning, Alan. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Oh, great. It's beautiful here in Florida. It's like 70-something degrees. It's just really nice out of sitting in my car at a park watching squirrels chase each other. So it couldn't be much better right now. (laughs) Well, good, good. Well, before we dive into our topic for today, I wanted to check in with you. I know that your uh, youth groups in your area have been um, putting together some ideas to support uh, people who were victims of Hurricane Ian. So I just wanted a quick update on that. How's it going? 
actually really well. It ended up getting uh, the, the interest of our parish, and so they put, nice. and, and then it, which gained the interest of the diocese. So we have like a parish, uh, a disaster relief fund that our entire diocese is doing uh, right now. So uh, it, it, it's going really well. You know, we t- it took a second collection, which you know you're in a Catholic church when there's a second collection right. coming around. And, you know, <laughs> and so like in that, they did it uh, yesterday. And yeah. so they're going to be doing it, I think, at least for like a, the, the whole the whole month of October. Uh, and then we're going to we're going to get our diocese together with the, the um, Miami diocese and and see if uh, we can, you know, help them out in, in some way. I'm sure they've already been talking as well, but um, I try not to lead those kind of projects. I, I try to support when it comes to when the teens are involved with stuff. So yeah. um, it's going really well, though. We've been really blessed. That's wonderful. Do you have a website for your parish if folks want to participate um, in this? Make a donation? Yep. Okay. It's stmarymagdalene.org. stmarymagdalene.org. Okay, great. Well, wonderful. Always doing great things with the youth in your community. Alan, thanks for doing that. For supporting those those teens. That's not me. (laughs) Right, all right. Supporting them, right? Making sure that they're heard, I guess. Yes. Well, okay, Alan, it's uh, homecoming season, right? High school, homecoming, college homecomings as as well. Uh, so what advice do you have for us for uh, homecoming dances or those, uh, those uh, kids that are getting ready to go out on their first date on this to this homecoming dance? Their very first date. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember when my daughter was just born, I was like, I told my wife, I said, she's not, she's not dating until she gets married. <laughs> You know, and so, uh, you, you have that protective father, you know, you want, just want to yes. protect your kids. Yeah. And I think it's so, it's good. You know, it's a great thing that we want to protect. But when we, what do we mean by protect? Like we protect them from this one day, but we don't give them the, the necessary tools to learn how to, how to, to get into relationship and understand the difference between, I have to fall in love with this person because it's the first person I've ever dated and I'm 20, <laughs> you know, versus... You know, I went out because my, my, I did with my girls that I, you know, they, I encouraged them to well, go out as groups of friends, you know, go out with more than one, you know, girl mm-hmm. and guy, you know, get, get in groups of, of friends and that can be mixed, you know, girls yes. and guys and you guys all go to the movies and then naturally, you know, you'll end up being drawn to one person or another and then, you know, then you, I don't mind you going out on a date for something, but I remember telling a, a guy that I know, yeah, he's like, oh, your daughter's dating. I saw your wife put a picture on Facebook there at the movies. He's like, aren't you worried about them having sex? And I was like, whoa, like, what? Oh, what? my goodness. Like, how did you, how, how did you jump to that? He's oh. like, well, you know, like dating relationships. I said, no, no, no. I said, that is not, that absolutely not. You know, like, we had this long conversation. I, I basically taught him theology of the body at lunch. I was like, dude, <laughs> like, you know. They're they're going out as friends. I said that is absolutely safe for marriage. He's like, oh yeah, I know, but you know how kids are. And I'm like, oh. I do know how kids are, which is why it's important to let them know that a dating relationship is something where they get to know one another, not intimately. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, arousal is spousal. You know, like we gotta <laughs> save that for marriage. And so that's a that's a joke that I always tell my my daughter is like arousal is spousal, and she's like, oh my gosh, dad, like mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have never heard that. It, it, did you coin that phrase? Is that an Alan original? I, no, I don't think so. I don't know where that came from, but I just heard it one time. And, 
Oh my goodness, I love it. Okay, so so we do, and we know from you, I think every Monday when we visit with you, Alan, you remind us that this isn't a one-time conversation with that we have with our kids, no matter what the topic is, um, that it's not just a, all of a sudden we're going to give you the tools to, to accomplish this one task, that it's something that throughout their lives that we've given them these situations uh, for them to make those uh, decisions that they can with all the tools they have in their toolbox, right, that hopefully uh, parents parents and youth ministers have have provided yeah oh it would be great if we could just have one conversation i mean but that's why we have the sacrament of confession where we can go to over and over if it was one conversation that fixed us as people oh my gosh what what a wonderful place it would be so to live and we make one mistake one time and then we move on in in perfection but that's you know it's raising kids it's 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 like gardening, you know, you don't water a plant one time. That's you might plant one seed, but then you got to keep nurturing that seed and pulling weeds out and trimming and pruning and, you know, and helping, helping our children to grow in a healthy way. And, and I remember uh, I brought up a, a thought in my mind I wanted to share with you. My, my middle daughter, she had a, a boy that she was interested in, and he, he wanted to come to me and ask me if it was okay to date my daughter. And so he, and he was very nervous, you know, and I said, oh, I said, how's it going? You know, and he's like, well, I wanted to ask you, you know, if it would be okay if I, if I dated Andrea. And I said, well, that's an interesting question. I said, so <laughs> tell me, you, you guys have been friends for a while. He goes, yeah. And I said, well, tell me how the dating relationship would look different, right? And he just kind of sat there and he goes, I don't know. And I said, well, that's a good start. I said, because it really shouldn't look a whole lot different. I mean, there's not things that you're going to be doing that you weren't doing before, right? And he was like, well, no, of course not, sir. And I was like, okay, you can breathe. You know, like, you get out and breathe in like <laughs> three minutes. And I'm like, it's okay. I said, I appreciate you talking to me about it, you know. And I just very laid back about it. But I was like, you know, as long as you respect her, then I don't have to kill you. So this is a great start to all of our relationships. You know, I joked with him. But, like, he was appreciative of that. And I was appreciative that he came and asked me, you know, yes. if, if that was okay. And so it was more of like, I just want you to officially know that, you know, that we are kind of interested in one another. And and it was a good, it was a good thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, and Alan, what do you do when um, you, you feel like you've done uh, all the, all the work early on in your children's lives, you feel like they're prepared for things, but you never know that group of kids that they're with or that person that they're on a date with, what, what they're uh, life journey has been uh, so. So, do you give your kids advice before they head out on that first date, uh, just in case they're not with like thinkers? Yeah, yeah, of course, you know. But it's not, again not one conversation. Mm-hmm. This is something we build to, you know. And right. maybe by telling a story of our youth, you know, when mm-hmm. something didn't go so well, and that's hard for parents because we have to number one relinquish control, right, yes. and let our kids live their lives a little bit. And then number two, we have to be humble and vulnerable and share something that didn't go so well in our lives. Mm-hmm. But they remember stories rather than they, more so than they remember a lecture. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would share mm-hmm. stories about my life with my kids, you know, or my wife would share stories. Yeah, this didn't go well with this person because, you know, they had a friend who was drinking and, and wanted to drive or smoking mm-hmm. weed, and I just didn't want to be around them. And, and so they were like, oh, Dad, I remember you told me that story where they were drinking, and, and this guy was with, you know, he wanted to drink and get in his car, and so I just, I, I called you, and I wanted you to come pick me up and it's like thank god you know thank god that that happened so that that you knew how to handle that and they they want to be they want to be like you when they know that you're you don't 
pretend that you're perfect. Exactly, exactly. Well, and you know, you mentioned um, calling to pick up, and I know we've talked about uh, that with you a few times. But but that importance of no, letting your children know that anytime day or night wherever they are whatever their situation you will pick them up no questions asked is that kind of a rule in your house alan uh i will pick them up but there will be lots of questions (laughs) Um, (laughs) on the way home there will be lots of questions i'm not going to pretend that i'm not going to ask questions how did this how did you end up with this i'm just not going to pick them up and say oh hey how's it going oh that's a question sorry i'll just sit here no we're going to talk and that's a great opportunity for us to talk and say, well, how did, how did you end up in this? You know, are, mm-hmm. are you not going to hang around that person anymore? Or tell me what, tell me the story, right. you know, and they may need time to process, but my, my kids will know, like, if I'm coming to get them somewhere and I think that happened one time where I had to come pick her up somewhere, okay. but like, we're going to talk on the way home. Like it's going to be a talk. Yes. Yes. Well, but is it a fine line, Alan, for, for grilling them on the way home because then they might not want to call you next time or... Well, yes, absolutely. And it's, okay. so it's not grilling. It's okay. more, I might be very passionate about <laughs> why did you hang around this idiot as opposed to like, are you okay? You know, tell, tell me, tell me about your night. Like how, how, what went on? You know, and I might take the time where I'm driving there to calm myself down um, because they did the right thing. Like yeah. they, they right. called, you know, and they didn't just get in the car. Like they weren't stupid about it. So mm-hmm. they are already feeling you know, like a, a little vulnerable. So we don't want to make them like grind them into coffee grounds. Like it's just a matter of, I, I want them to know that I care, but we are definitely going to talk and it's not yes. a, a grilling session. It's not okay. a lecture. It's just like, talk to me. Like, are you okay? Is there anything that I need to know before we drive away from this house? Do I need to tie anybody to our hood? Like, is there something that, you know, that I need to do uh, before we leave? Right. Right. Okay. Great. So, Alan, based on what you've been sharing with us, do your daughters ever date? Hey, he has a married yeah. daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm just, one's married. I'd so be scared yeah. to death. And then the other two, no, not so much. <laughs> Damn, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh goodness, Alan McLearado, let our listeners know where they can find about find out more about you and your wonderful ministry. Uh, check us out at adventurecatholic.com or on Facebook. You can hit us up on Adventure Catholic. I might even start a new website, don'tdatemydaughters.com. So that'll be <laughs> Look forward to reading that one, too. Alan McLeorado, always a pleasure to visit with you. And that website, just real God quick for that. your parish. Yep. Oh, it's stmarymagdalene.org. Perfect. Thanks so much, Alan. It's half past the hour. Stick around. Tina Holland, Dr. Tina Holland with Free and You will join us on Wake Up. Hi, this is Chef Tony Montebano from Two Tony's Restaurant in the historic West End area of Lakeview. I'm a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. I'd like to welcome you personally to enjoy my family's restaurant and enjoy some of the Creole Italian dishes that have been in my family for generations, like our great local golf seafood, house-made soups and sauces, or one of our Sicilian marinara favorites. That's Two Tony's Restaurant out in the West End area, 8536 Pontchartrain Boulevard, where Pontchartrain Boulevard meets the lake, 282-0801. CC Radio Did you know? Does your church want to spread the word about an upcoming event? Go to our website and click on Events and News. Then click Submit Your Event at ccradio.live. For more than 150 years, St. Vincent de Paul has served the capital city, caring for the poor, feeding the hungry, and housing moms and children. 
St. Vincent de Paul accepts donations of cars, trucks, and SUVs, motorhomes and campers, even motorcycles and boats. Proceeds benefit the poor and homeless, served by the Bishop Ott Shelter, the St. Vincent de Paul Dining Room, Pharmacy, and Miriam's House. St. Vincent de Paul, 225-383-7837. This is Franciscan Father Greg Friedman for the Catholic Communication Campaign with a message about faithful citizenship. The act of voting is easy. Mark a ballot with a pen or tap an electronic screen. But how do you get to that point? For that, we go all the way back to Jesus. He brought us God's reign, the way of justice and love, revealed in the scriptures and in the church. The U.S. Bishop's document, Forming Consciences for Faithful Citizenship, gives us four steps to take it from there. After we hear Jesus' teaching, we receive it. Few of us carry around a Bible or the Catechism ready to take out before discussing politics. Rather, we make Christ's teachings a part of how we think. Only then can we take the next two steps to act on those teachings and use them to evaluate the positions of political parties and candidates. For more, go to faithfulcitizenship.org. This is Dr. Gary Levy at Lakeview Veterinary Hospital in New Orleans. As stewards of God's four-legged creation, we at Lakeview Veterinary Hospital are proud to support Catholic Radio. I grew up in Lakeview and attended Christian Brothers, De La Salle, and Loyola. My love and respect for all God's creatures led to my 40-year veterinary career here in the shadow of St. Dominic's Church. Lakeview Veterinary Hospital, on Memphis Street behind Starbucks on Harrison Avenue. 504-482-2173 or lakeviewvet.com. Delivering customized services while developing lasting client relationships is what sets Olent Group One Solution apart. As an independently owned agency for over 25 years, the foundation of Olent Group's success is the commitment to help individuals and businesses maximize and protect their economic potential by providing personal attention, quality products, and superior services. Olent Group offers employee benefit consulting, financial services, property and casualty, and specialized insurance for emergency services. Visit olengroup.com and see how our family protects yours. Olin Group, one solution, helping address your needs today and for many years to come. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, OSJ, 2701 North Rocky Point Drive, Suite 1000, Tampa, Florida, 33607, 813-264-0440. Olin Group, Olin Financial Group, Massett Olin Benefits Consulting, Olin Porsche Insurance are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated. Programming on WQNO is brought to you through the generous financial support of Charles and Kathleen Cusimano. This is Mark Rohde. My wife Sharon and I are pleased to be supporters of Catholic Community Radio. We are also grateful for the underwriting funding of Dr. Michael and Judy Girolando. Catholic Community Radio is thankful for your prayerful and financial contributions. Here's a CZ Radio Did You Know? Looking for Catholic content on the go? Then get our free app for our radio stations and contemporary Catholic music channel, Overflow. Search for Catholic Community Radio in the App Store or Google Play. Lord Wellington Investments is owned by Greg Kennedy, CPA, a longtime friend and supporter of Catholic Community Radio. Lord Wellington Investments serves all of your investment, financial, and tax needs in South Louisiana. From 401k rollovers to financial and tax planning, it's Lord Wellington Investments. 
Craig Kennedy says, invite others to join you in listening to Catholic Community Radio. Lord Wellington Investments, 225-292-5118. It is 35 past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. Again, our fall drive time starts tomorrow at 7 a.m. You definitely want to stay tuned to our three days of on-air fundraising for Catholic Community Radio. We rely on your donations. So this is so important to us, and it's super fun to listen to. So definitely stay tuned for that. Dr. Tina Holland joins us. Not only will she be a guest during our fall drive time, but she's going to get, give us an update this morning on Wake Up of what is going on at Fran Yu, which is Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University in Baton Rouge. She is the president of Fran Yu in Baton Rouge. Good morning, Dr. Holland. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So give us details. What's going on at Fran Yu and what makes this uh, university so unique and so wonderful uh, in the Baton Rouge area. Well, you know what's neat about us is that, well, first of all, we're the only Catholic university in the country that um, has an historic expertise in healthcare, but also has comprehensive offerings um, across the curriculum. That's one really neat point about us. But um, also within the Catholic realm, you know, we uh, occupy a very small place that I call that place of tension, where during this time where, you know, not just politics, but the church seems to be so kind of polarized, you know, you're either um, way off to the traditional side or, you know, you're seen as being um, almost uh, um, you know, part of the secular culture that you're so progressive. Um, and we say that, you know, we're like right there where we've got to be really strong witnesses to the church, but we're also not isolated from the secular world. But, but at the same time, we're not surrendering to this secular world. We're, we're in that place uh, that Bishop Robert Barron calls that place of, of tension where um, you've got to constantly be both in dialogue and in witness and um, Mm -hmm. that is a uh, it's a challenge but it's a wonderful place to be because that's where evangelization happens Um, um, Mm -hmm. that's a unique aspect of friend you the fact that you know our students are um, are witnessing that they're very faithful to the to the teachings of the church but they're also out in the community engaging um, the secular community and, and doing what they can to bring about the new evangelization. Um, it's, it's what one, um, one of our professors, uh, uh, Dr. Brian Pedraza, calls the intersection of mm-hmm. faith and experience. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's the unique aspect for Franio. Dr. Holland, I'm going to, uh, the connection is actually not that great with you right now. Um, We're going to call you back, uh, but I did want to give an update. So Dr. Holland will be on with us during drive time this week, so we'll get to uh, hear a little bit more from her and uh, Dr. David Whitten, who you hear on Wake Up. So she will be joining us on Wednesday, October 12th from 11 a.m. to noon, so we'll be able to hear more. But she makes such great points, and uh, looking forward to hearing more updates from her. Uh, don't forget that we are live on YouTube, so 
we have that choppy connection on Facebook, which Facebook's being kind of, um, you know, difficult at the moment. You know, it still just can't get that cup of coffee to get it started in the morning. So we're actually live on YouTube. So go to YouTube.com and type in Catholic Community Radio. Hit that subscribe button and that little bell that you'll see. And so every time we go live or post a video on YouTube, you'll get a notification and you can tune in and watch us on there. So we will be live on YouTube during drive time, of course, our website, the radio, uh, and we will be sharing a live video to our Facebook page, but you might not get that notification. So if you want that notification, YouTube is a place for you to go. But uh, just real quick, you guys, as we look forward to getting Dr. Holland, here's your Tuesday drive time lineup, and I'm looking to my screen to the right. So in case everyone's wondering what she's looking at, that's the screen to the right. Um, but Sister Dulce joins us from 7 to 8 tomorrow for our first hour of drive time. Father Matthew Graham, Deacon Kirk Duplantis, Allison Millette, and Judy Klein and Kitty Cleveland will be closing out our day one of drive time. But Dr. Holland joins us back again. Hey, Dr. Holland. Uh, thanks for being with us. Hello. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. How's our connection now? It sounds... It sounds so much better. You were making such great points before. You know, as parents, we, we want to make sure that our children, when they go off to college and they're off on their own, that they're getting quality education and not some indoctrination of what the secular culture is being taught at the moment. Um, I know that some of my, uh, one of particular co-hosts at the moment could go on and on and on about this, but I'm seeing it, uh, and I saw it a little bit when I was in in college in those days. But Franciscan Missionary of Our Lady is predominantly Catholic, um, so uh, you know that makes it quite unique as well. Yes, well, exactly. It's to you know we have the job to prepare the students well to be able to engage mm -hmm. that secular community and make a difference in it. To to really. Um, to, to participate in that new evangelization, um, but to really make sure that they, um, they have a good, solid foundation from which to do that engagement. Mm -hmm. Dr. Holland, you're also, uh, you know, you, you know, equipped young adults and those who uh, enter into Fran you to go out into the world and become our future uh medical personnel that we trust and want our family to trust as well. The medicine is constantly changing and updating at such a fast pace. Um, how do you go about uh, transitioning into that and, and equipping our future doctors and nurses of tomorrow? Yes. Well, we do that both, you know, in terms of technical practice of their, um, uh, of their field, but also in terms of shaping the um, the questions or, or answering some of the questions about what we really ought to be doing. You know, with the, mm -hmm. the growth in technology and our, our advanced capabilities, we often have the question of just because we can do something, ought we do it? And so mm -hmm. our students are prepared to be able to meet those high levels of technical capability, but at the same time answer the question, ought we be doing this, uh, based mm -hmm. upon what their uh, Catholic medical ethics training has been. Um, and at FRANU, we uh, absolutely address both sides of that coin. We are constantly updating all of our simulation uh, technology, all of the, um, uh, the latest in um, 
medical um, technical advancements, but at the same time, embedded in all of that education is the um, uh, all the content in uh, Catholic medical ethics, and uh, that is all interdisciplinary and woven into um, the students' clinical education. And it's it's so critical because it's easy to forget that just because we have the ability to do something doesn't necessarily mean that we ought to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. We have about a minute left, Dr. Holland. I'll briefly tell our listeners about the theology programs offered at Franu. Yes, the theology program continues to grow, and what's really neat about the theology program is that it is a program that um, educates the um, uh, the incoming deacons for the diocese at the same time that we um, educate our traditional students. Um, and the uh, applications are for that program and for all of uh, FRANU are open now for the spring and for the fall, and the deadline for mm-hmm. spring is December 1st. And the neat thing about the theology mm-hmm. program is that it came from the um, deacon formation program so it is one that really prepares students to go out and serve the church in, in a meaningful way. Wonderful. Dr. Tina Holland, President of Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University. I'm so sorry, we're out of time. Where can we go to find out more information about FranU? Certainly, um, www.franu.edu. Perfect. And we'll hear more from you and Dr. David Whitten on Wednesday during drive time at the 11 o'clock hour. Definitely stay tuned for that. Kathleen Higgins joins Alicia and Damien in our Baton Rouge studio when we come back from the break. It is 45 past the hour on Wake Up. Here's a CC Radio Did You Know? Want to find out what's going on in the church community? Go to our website and click on Events and News. Then click Community Events, and you'll be in the know. Just visit ccradio.live. Writing of programming on Catholic Community Radio is generously provided through the courtesy of the Peyton Falco Band. This is a Papal Minute. Nicholas I, 858 to 867. Nicholas was born of humble origins. He was sent as a youth to serve the papacy. And though he had known both Leo IV and Benedict III, he was relatively unknown to the clergy of Rome. Nonetheless, he was elected pope over the wishes of the emperor, who was at Rome at the time of the election. In response to the threat of a naval invasion of Rome by the Saracens, Nicholas fortified the port of Ostia and garrisoned troops there. When the Tiber burst its banks and many died, Nicholas established a hospice to care for the sick and dying. His care for the poor and sick was a characteristic of his pontificate. He extended papal power in a dispute with the Archbishop of Rennes. This pope also strongly asserted papal claim to governance over the whole church, including the Byzantine Church and the Patriarch of Constantinople. This has been a Papal Minute. 
I'm Scott L. Smith, estate planning attorney, and I'm an underwriter of Catholic Community Radio. I help individuals, families, and businesses with estate planning and successions, creating wills, trusts, and powers of attorney with offices in Baton Rouge and New Roads. I'm a husband, father of five, Catholic author, and grand knight of the Knights of Columbus and New Roads. I'm attorney Scott L. Smith. You can reach me at 225-718-5334 and on the web at smithlawfirmla.com. Louisiana Bar Association, at filing number LA 21-123-35. Here's a CC Radio Did You Know. Want to follow us on Facebook? You can watch live video and get push notifications by liking us on Facebook. Search for Catholic Community Radio and visit us online at ccradio.live. If you're looking for that special and unique gift, be it rosaries, statues, handcrafted art, or jewelry, stop by the Shepherd Staff Gift Shop at Sister Dulcie's Ministry, located on the grounds of Cypress Springs Mercedarian Prayer Center, 17560 George O'Neill Road. Remember, when you shop at the Shepherd Staff Gift Shop, you're shopping with a purpose. Shepherd Staff Gift Shop is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Happy Monday morning, everyone. 12 before the top of the hour. Welcome back to Wake Up. Damian Colado, Alicia Quibito, Gabby Smith, all with you. And our good friend Kathleen Higgins is in studio with I'm us back. this morning. She's back. <laughs> She's coordinator of youth and young adult ministry in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Here to talk this morning about October being a yes, special indeed. month. Not only yeah. is it Gabby and Alicia and my birthday right? month, Not but it's, <laughs> it's also the month uh, that's uh, focused on pro-life as well as the rosary. Right. Some people may be focusing on pumpkin spice everything. Oh, no, please. Uh, pumpkin Not spice Gabby's birthdays. <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. October is a great, great month, and it is it is a powerhouse month for us in the church. And something that I've been really. Um, as an adult have gotten more in tune to is not only like liturgical seasons but uh what the months are dedicated to yeah. right so yes. last month september being to our lady of sorrows mm-hmm. this month being to the rosary and also to pro-life month and uh y'all okay so the rosary let me talk about this because sometimes I think people are intimidated by the rosary uh-huh. yeah. sometimes I think we think it's some little old people sitting in the back of the church which it often is you know praying the rosary a mile a minute you know I, I'm like well I think we're done with a decade in like two minutes right. they're, yeah, they're, yep. Yep. they're out the door uh, but yeah. the rosary is so beautiful and and I got the opportunity to over um um, over COVID, the pandemic, mm-hmm. my mom decided to set up a family-wide, um, f- family bi-weekly rosary, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh man, like nice. I, I don't know how to pray the rosary. Like I, uh, like it intimidates me because I don't, rem- I have the worst the right memory. The right, I don't yeah. remember. I look, I, I'm gonna finish my comps and my masters this semester and i do not remember what days the the mysteries go with i don't so this is to let you guys know it's okay you don't need to memorize all that because they have a million and one rosary guides out there Uh but you know we we would sit we would gather as a family um and we would pray the rosary and it was such a cool and like people are like oh and it takes like four hours to pray the rosary right and yeah. it, it doesn't yeah, it, does, right. it takes 20 30 yeah. minutes mm-hmm. um to sit down and you know it's a scriptural reflection of, of the life of jesus if you mm-hmm. pray all the mysteries you pretty much have prayed the gospel um and 
it is an incredibly powerful, powerful weapon we have. And, you know, for our family, um, it was it was um, like a like a weekly rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then it became a time to say, okay, this has happened in our family. You know, a death or somebody's sick, mm-hmm. we're praying right now. Somebody mm-hmm. got engaged, we're praying, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was it was a beautiful thing. I know a lot of families out there pray it as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's um, an incredible weapon. And you know, it's, there's a story about Mother Teresa. And she was going through the airport, you know, and they were like, uh, do you have any weapons? And Mother <laughs> Teresa just whipped out her rosary and was like, yeah, I do. Right? <laughs> right. And she was like, yes, it. this is when we go to Our Lady. And, like, this is such a Marian prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's so cool about it is that, one, it was given to us by Our Lady. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, here, pray to me. Oh, Mary. Mm-hmm. It's here, pray to me, and I'm going to bring it to my son. Mm-hmm. And this whole prayer is about my son, right? And that's Mary's whole gift to us is she just, come on, come on, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you to, to the Lord. Um, and she brings all those intentions, all those things that we bring to the rosary. And so, so you know, the meditative part of the rosary is incredible because, um, you know, we announce the, the mystery and then our mind is allowed to go into that mystery and what is the Lord trying to tell us Mm -hmm. and to bring those thoughts and those anxieties and those worries and those burdens because we know the prayers Mm -hmm. you know we can say Hail Mary in our sleep Um, but to be able to to just sit with our lady and our and the the Lord and just bring those things to him and say yep here it is Mm -hmm. yeah and you and you really see the value and the benefits of the rosary as time goes on Mm -hmm. and even as you pray it you, you suddenly feel the sense of peace. Yeah. It's hard mm-hmm. to be anxious. You may be when you start the rosary, right. but by the time you're yes. finished, you're at peace. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, because the repetition. The media, some in the media recently, sure. tried to not only criticize the rosary, but wanted it banned because it was, quote, unquote, a weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? I didn't, re- I didn't hear about this. No. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, that does, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. What, you know. Yeah. How crazy, yeah. though, huh? Yeah. You know, and, and that's where, where, you know, Our Lady is, is always going to provide for us. And, you know, it doesn't, like, and, and even if, and there have been stories throughout the world of people, if you don't have your rosary with you, you're like, oh, shoot, I can't pray my rosary. Right. Sure, you, you can. know the basic structure, and some fingers, right? yeah, yeah. T- like hello. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I used to always think like if I didn't pray it right, if I didn't say the right mm-hmm. mystery, then it didn't count. What? Right. That's pretty much we're saying, Lord. You know, the Lord said they're going. Oh no, you missed one. Can't can't bring any <laughs> of these intentions. Start like, the deck it all yeah. over again. You're gonna have to wait till next yeah. time. And so, like, when in those times of persecution, in those times of fear and anxiety, when we don't have our rosary, some of us carry rosaries with us. Some of us have, you know, a collection of rosaries. Um, but when you don't. You know the basic prayers, and maybe you don't know what the you know what the five mysteries are of the day. Pick some. You know times in Jesus' life those those you know those touchstones of the gospels, and even if it's not an official one, and you can't think about it if if it's what God is leading you to that day, right? Yeah. But I do I do challenge you guys um, who are listening, if the, if you're like oh man the rosary that's intimidating and I don't want to do it. Um, Find a guide online. If you go to newadvent.org, I believe, org, 
it might be calm but they have a a, um, a pdf a picture of the rosary mm-hmm. with l- numbered it's the one i use because i need it numbered each bead and what exactly you say on on each bead mm-hmm. and it gives you the um the mysteries of the day and so if you haven't ever done it i i invite you encourage you this month to sit down and pray the rosary and do it intentionally because uh, we can talk about you know in times of anxiety and stress and, and you know i i used to it drives me insane when people are like oh you know if you start your rosary before you go to bed the angels will finish it and so yeah. i'd always be like oh cool yeah. i got two hail marys in and i was like <laughs> and it wasn't which is great and it sounds awesome but to be intentional about right. it, you know, right. to sit down, mm-hmm. block 20, even, 30 minutes. Even when your day is going yes. bad or even when you don't feel like doing it, right. stick with it. That's, That's right. when you need it. Yeah. Hey, and it's Look, newadvent.org, I just wanted to say. Oh, yeah, and then cool. just put in the search bar, Rosary, and you get yeah. the great guide with oh, the illustration. Awesome. I love it. Okay. And uh, if they want to learn more uh, from you with the uh, what's going on in the diocese yeah. youth ministry, yep. what do they do? How do they get you can in touch go to, with you? Uh, diobr, D-I-O-B-R.com, and um i might be org. i'm the worst at that it's and G-I-O-B-O and you can find dot org. Dot org yep and you can find us in the offices you'll you'll uh click on office of youth and young adult ministry okay. Very yeah good. all the stuff is there all well, right we're already finished we didn't even get yes, to, I know. I, why is october, real quick though, why is october pro-life oh pro-life like let's remember i just want to encourage everybody to remember that we've had a huge victory um on the abortion yes. front but pro-life means more than abortion um there are many many other um topics out there um stem cell research uh people on death row um all you know racial injustice that's all falls under pro-life so let's just be aware that this is a victory but there are many 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 more mm-hmm. uh to be had mm-hmm. and so so search those out when you're thinking of pro-life month this month um mm-hmm. seek out those those other topics those other issues that we deal with very yeah. good suggestion yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay we're going to wrap up with a prayer you mentioned mother Teresa. we're going to it's a prayer for from her in the name of the father son holy spirit amen mary mother of jesus give me your heart so beautiful so pure so immaculate so full of love and humility that i may be able to receive jesus in the bread of life love him as you loved him and serve him as you served him and the distressing disguise of the poorest of the poor amen in the name of the father son holy spirit amen Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. for day one of Drive Time. Have a wonderful Monday and a great start to your work week. God bless. Wake up is a production of Catholic Community Radio.